Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Thursday, 15 December 2022. Our bit today comes from Psalm 118, verse 8, that says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. And by the way, for our information, that seems to be the middle verse of the Bible. Anyway, friends, today, Thursday, the penultimate day of the work week is supposed to bring us a big snowstorm. Thankfully, though, so far, we've only seen wind and freezing rain in my area. But if the weather forecast holds true, the evening commute home will be terrible. So let's hope and pray that they are somewhat wrong about the intensity of the storm. And why would we desire an intense physical storm when we already have so many intense emotional and spiritual ones? Eh? No way. However, those latter storms can be lessened and controlled by being in association with Jesus Christ, the divine storm calmer. But the physical ones are a different story. Oh, he can calm those too, if he so desires, like he did back on the Sea of Galilee when he rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm, which you can find in Mark 4.39. But usually in those cases, he allows Mother Nature to take her course without interference. And I believe the best way to handle that situation is to have Jesus calm our personal storms so that we can concentrate on the physical ones around us. But you know another little secret? Jesus can also help us handle the physical storms around us, help us to stay calm in them and navigate our way safely through them. And all God's children gave a loud shout of gratitude, all glory and honor be to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who enables us to handle whatever storms comes into our lives, be they physical, emotional, or whatever. Our friends, Jesus' reach is infinite, and his awesome power is unimaginable, unstoppable, without end. As Jesus said so clearly when talking about it being easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter heaven, he said, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And you can find that in Matthew 19, 26. That, my people, is one of the first things we need to believe when we come to Jesus. As Jesus said to the disciples after calming the storm we spoke of above there, why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And that comes from Mark 4.40. But without that staunch faith, everything else is useless. As the big library clearly spells it out in the book of Hebrews, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. That's God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And you can find that in Hebrews 11.6. Yes, my faithful brethren, we must believe that God exists and rewards those 
who diligently seek him. And Hebrews goes on to give us examples of the patriarchs who exhibited that kind of strong faith in God and saw most of their dreams and his promises come true. People like Noah, Abraham, Jacob, Moses, etc., etc. And you know what? In these difficult, evil, and turbulent times, it's that kind of strong faith we believers need to have to stop the drain of people from Christ's church and instead bring them back to his fold and also bring new believers to him. But that can only happen if we, the current and supposed faithful believers, do our jobs. That's talk about Jesus to others and live the kind of life that will endear them to us and therefore to him. We have to stop being lazy and lethargic and override our fear of man and the world and trust our Heavenly Father to take care of us as he so faithfully promised to do. At this most important time in the annals of history, we believers need to grab the words of Psalm 118 and eat them. Let them fill us up with faith. We must be able to unequivocally Declare, would you believe I spelled declare wrong there? <laughs> oh, yes, we must be able to unequivocally declare. I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a large or broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord taketh my path with them that help me. Therefore shall I desire upon them, sorry, therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. And that comes from Psalm 118, 5 to 9. Wow, my brethren, and it says it all right there. If we sincerely put our trust in Almighty God, we won't fear what finite and frail man can do to us. And that brings us right to the crux of the problem. Fear and faith, their interconnectivity. You simply can't have both at the same time. It's either one or the other. For fear kills faith and faith drives out fear. As they say, when faith comes a-knocking, send faith to answer the door. And some of Jesus' most popular words down here on earth were, Fear not. Yes, friends, he was either telling people to not fear or complimenting them on the strength and power of their faith. And you can find a great example of the latter in Mark 10, 46-52, when the blind beggar Bartimaeus kept crying out to Jesus as he was passing through the streets of Jericho. Bartimaeus kept shouting, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And that comes from Mark 10, 47. Jesus finally had the blind man brought to him and asked what he wanted. Without hesitation, he replied, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight 
and follow Jesus in the way. And that comes from Mark 10, 51 to 52. Now, that's the kind of staunch and believing faith we need today. Unfortunately, though, today's church seems mostly filled with fear and very little faith. Otherwise, we would be more industrious in walking and living for Jesus, and the devil would not have such a stranglehold on the world, especially on our children of this generation. Army people, we can't allow this fear-mongering and strife-filled situation to continue in our world. It's our job to clean it up. When Jesus comes back, he expects to find a strong, unified, and diligent church. And has it ever occurred to us that the reason, or one of the reasons, Jesus has not yet returned is that his church is now weak, fearful, disunited, and lazy? But you know what? Even in our unfaithfulness, he's seen it fit to shower us with undeserved blessings which enable us to do his earthly work. We call them our Thursday blessings, and they need to be declared. Sure, <laughs> I spelled declared wrong there again. Yes. So those Thursday blessings need to be declared out loud to be activated. So let's do that right now, now. As one strong and sincere voice, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I am blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I am blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. <laughs> and friends, I'm chuckling here as I think what a nightmare it would be if I had to write declare. <laughs> would you believe I spell it wrong there again? Oh, yes. It would certainly be a nightmare if I had to write it so often every week. Thanks, though, for the power of copying. But seriously, though, my fellow saints, we now need to take those blessings and go out into this evil world and sincerely and diligently use them to proclaim Christ's wonderful name and his magnificent gospel as we have been commissioned to do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Now, that's our great commission. Yes. That's what we've been commissioned to do, to get out there and teach all the nations about Jesus and what he stands for and the wisdom of living for him. So please, let's get out there and do that. And we pray today in his mighty name that all of that will happen as we go out and start being strong in faith. Amen.
Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.